everybody, welcome to Let's Get Busy Living Sober, Busy Living Sober. Last week we went on for a long time, didn't we, We did. We looked at the calendar and we looked at the count and we're like, oh my god, it's been an hour. Oh, but here we are. This week we're going to talk about me, what you use for your tools to stay sober. So for me... I'm going to just talk about me for two seconds. I um, I go to at least five 12-step meetings a week. I need to. And I know that I'm in a different place than you are, Wheezy. But for me, like if I don't go, I don't feel good. And I think maybe it's because I don't have any downtime. Yeah, I... I would say, well, I I definitely, I always go to one meeting a week. I, you know, somehow I was able to go, when I got out of rehab and I did the 90 and 90, as difficult as it was at times, um, I did it. You you make time for it. And I committed, I made the commitment to myself that I was going to do that. And so once I finished it, you know, I, I... I still tried to go often, um, but, you know, I could say right now that I commute an hour to work. Um, I have my children 50% of the time, so on the weeks that I have them, I would say that I like to just be with them. But the truth is, I need more meetings than the one. I don't think I get squirrely or, or want to drink in and that is because I don't go to meetings, but I think that I have that my um, disposition is so much more even when I have consistency in meetings. And whether that even if I just added two more meetings a week, that would be that would be ideal for me. Um, so do I have excuses why I can't go? I I can't go to the, my morning meeting that I love. Um, Every day because I because my job won't allow me to do that. But um, could I fill in with other meetings during the week at lunch, my lunch hours because I have a little more flexibility? Uh, yeah, I could. I just I have chosen not to. So um, you know I'm just being honest that I I probably would feel a lot better, and I think I feel great, but I think I'd feel even better. If I went to more. And people may be listening and thinking, well, why does she go to meetings? Like, for me, why do I go to at least five a week? And for one, when I'm there, I can turn everything off. It's kind of like playing golf. Like, you can't have a cell phone when you're playing golf. You know what I mean? At least you're not supposed to because you're outside and you have to be quiet because you're at the golf course. But I know that when I go there, like, that's one hour of my life that I'm not going to be disturbed. That's good. Number two, it's also an opportunity for me to get the message. Something, one thing. And sometimes it's many things. But some things, it's just hearing one thing. And like for a newcomer to come in and say, oh my gosh, this is what happened. I This is my first time here or my fifth time here. And I'm just getting comfortable in my own skin. Or somebody's going through something that I'm going through too. 
And then I don't feel so crazy and alone, right? Because mm-hmm. there's so many things we go through in life that I think, oh, my gosh, is anybody else dealing with this? Like stepkids and, oh, my gosh, all that kind of stuff that I've had to deal with that is not fun by any sort of imagination. Is anybody else dealing with their kid going and graduating from college and going off to a real job? And are they? how are they dealing with it? It gives me the solution, right? Yeah. And you always, I mean, it's it's twofold. What, I mean, maybe you're, whatever you're sharing, as insignificant as you think it might be, um, or as trivial as you think it might be, I've had that happen to me, where I felt like I I didn't share anything that, that sounded logical, that's, you know, that, and, and someone will walk up to me at the end and say, oh my gosh, thank you. God that you you mentioned that because that that really helped me so you know even when you don't think you're helping you know you are and vice versa because I've gone to meetings you know with maybe not the best attitude or I didn't want to be there or I was rushing and I just could have done without it it would have helped me if I could have just got out of the you know get started my day a little faster um and not have it been you know, not have gone to the meeting, but, you know, it, uh, in the end, I've never walked away from a meeting saying, oh, gosh, never again, or I can't believe I went to that. I mean, I always walk away with the same feeling, and that is, thank, thank goodness I went. Yeah, and you know what? I was just thinking about, like, the first time I went to a meeting, when I never had gone before I went and said, okay, I need help, and I have to stop. I've got a problem. I'd never, like, gone and experienced one. I'd never even been to one. Like, people, I remember that I have siblings that used to be sober, and they'd ask me if I want to go, and I'd be like, no, 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 no. I don't want to go because it was so scary. I was like, that's the scariest place in the world. I'm, like, going to some place that I have no idea what they're doing, and, oh, my God, are they freaks? Are they all in there with their, like, they're, like, almost homeless, and what are these people like? And I was really scared. I remember being, like, I swear, I still remember walking into that first... I don't remember what anything what anything happened at it. I don't remember who was speaking. I don't remember who was there. I don't remember any of that stuff. But I just remember the way I felt, which was like, oh, my gosh, I am so scared. This is scary. I've never walked into a place that I have no idea kind of of what I'm doing. Like, I've always gone to, right? I mean, you always went, I mean, in school, you knew people that were there. You at least knew somebody. And then if you went to meet somebody at a restaurant, you obviously knew somebody there. Like, this was like I was walking into, like, a totally unknown thing I had ever done. And I had no idea what it was going to be like. But I tell you this, I was scared. I was scared. Yeah, I mean, I, I have, I'm going to the beach next week for the week with my kids and I plan on going to meetings when I'm there but I I have that feeling I already have that feeling and I haven't even gone to the meeting that of that that feeling of when they say is there anybody you know from out of town or this their first meeting you know at this at this meeting first time at this meeting I, I that feeling I mean for what I don't even know why it's not I mean I'm not an introvert I, I it, but just that feeling I, I'm already I'm already stressing about it that okay can I just I, I'll just say that I was there last year so I don't have to say that I'm new this year you know I don't know it's 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 no, no matter how much time you have is like you're saying I mean and me I, it, it's still it's, I'm intimidated by it. 
Yeah, it's it's scary. I mean, I love going to meetings out of town because I have to tell you, after being that's the one thing because I've been to meetings all over. I mean, I've been all over the world. I've been to meetings in London. I've been to meetings in Hawaii. I've been I've been to meetings all over the place. And um, now I feel like I'm home when I go, and like I'm like everybody here because you know I in the beginning I felt like oh my gosh what am I doing here and what are these people gonna think of me and I'm like oh my gosh all the people that are sitting here all had their first day too. And they all have the same problem or they wouldn't be here. Like, I don't feel like anybody, like, goes there because they're, like, at this life that's going real great. And Well, and, and if you really think about how funny it is, if you were trying to explain to someone that that wasn't in the program what you were afraid of and you said, you know, just going there the first time, they, they, they acknowledge it, they ask if anybody's there, you know, there for the first time, and then whoever you're telling says to you, okay, and then what do they say once you say your name? They say, welcome. <laughs> and they so glad you're here. Welcome and keep coming back. And, and so the person looks at you and thinks, and what's horrible about that? <laughs> to be welcomed? But that's what but I'm scared of. I'm scared of that attention. I don't know. It's scary. It is scary. And it... I think because I've been to so many at this point, I I'm not I'm not as scared as I used to be for sure. And you know, there's another thing that I remember doing, which I now looking back, if you're going, if you're thinking about going to a meeting and all the rest of it, I used to I would go to a meeting and instead of going and seeing of what I related to, like my whole thoughts of like I wouldn't go in there going, oh, who's like me. What stories like me? I'd be like, no, look at how different they are. Look at how far down the road they had gone. Right? Like that was my that's my that was my view. Instead of going and going, oh my gosh, that's how it could get. I'm so grateful they're here to show me how bad it could get. I mean, it's changed. I mean, again, this has taken time and, and putting a lot of effort into it. It's like I want to look at the people that are there now and be like, how are we alike? Not how we are different. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and. and but but I still just being honest, I still do have that that apprehension, or um, I, I do get scared. And but it's amazing the difference between and and I know it. I already know how I'm going to feel. I know how scared I'm going to be going into it, and I know how happy I'm going to be at the end of it. And I'm always going to you know trail behind and talk to somebody that. You know, usually will come up to me if it's a new meeting for for me. But no matter what, no matter how many how many times you go, and it's the same the same thing plays out, and you're you're scared, and then you're so grateful and so happy and all that. It doesn't matter. It still happens again. You just and you keep and you do the same thing over again. You still get scared, and then you still are, you know, you still have the same reaction in the end. But but it doesn't it doesn't prevent me from going to one. It just it's amazing with the how much you're welcomed and you know it's like you get this huge giant hug from everybody with just in their welcome alone you know and and but yet we're still we still get nervous about going and it is crazy and it's so what i find to be so interesting a lot of the time is like i was 
I remember again in the beginning, and I'd never been in a place in my life where everybody just loved each other and had respect for each other unconditionally. It's the weirdest place, I have to say, with that regard. Because it's like everybody respects each other. I mean, I don't I, I don't think I've ever really been to any meet. Maybe if somebody was had been drinking at the meeting and then they might give an outburst that they're not happy with whatever happened in the meeting. But most times I go to a meeting, it's like... Everybody there is friendly. Like, it doesn't matter if the person is, like, one guy might be uh, work as the checkout person at Walmart and the other person might be, like, on the board of Walmart. I mean, they're still good. Fr- like, they're friends and they have mutual respect and they lo- they have this loving towards each other that I've never seen anywhere else. Like, I've been to church a million times and never seen it there. Like, Everybody that's there, like, loves each other in a way that, you know, I feel like it's, like, how you're supposed to love your neighbor. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, it's completely unconditional. And, you know, I have to keep reminding myself that, you know, I'm not walking into a room of people that aren't alcoholics. I'm, I'm walking into a room not embarrassed about my disease or not then I have to keep myself in check that I'm going into walking into a room with with 20 40 80 people that all have the same disease that I have that all felt that their life was unmanageable and had to quit drinking and we're all there for the same reason because we want to stay sober and what you said earlier is like you share things sometimes and people come up to you and you th- you, you thought, oh my, because I think a lot of times, I know especially in the beginning, I used to think, okay, what am I going to say? Is this going to be good enough? Is this going to be cool enough? Is somebody going to like it? Oh my gosh, am I going to be cute enough? Da, 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 da. I remember having those feelings. And then you, uh, and then you walk away and somebody's like, oh my gosh, what you just said to help me so much. Yeah. And we don't bring our egos. I think in the beginning, I definitely brought my ego and I wanted to impress people. But the longer I stay sober, the more I'm like, oh my gosh, just showing up, being another woman in a meeting is like a huge thing at times. Don't you think that? Yeah. Because sometimes there's not a lot of women there. Mm-hmm. And maybe your story is so similar to somebody else's that you might be the only person they ever see that has the same story that you do. And you're like, oh my gosh, having my same story as somebody else really helped them? Like, me bringing myself to this meeting helps someone? But it does. It does. And it's that's where it's like, it's the best gift ever. Because it's the only place you, at least I've been to, where you go and you are welcomed in a way that you've I've never been welcomed before in my life. I mean, sometimes I remember in the beginning, I mean, I know when you were just talking about that embracing that people do. It feels uncomfortable to have strangers come up and give you a hug and say, thank you so much for coming. I mean, that just happened to me in Maine. You know, I was in Maine and somebody was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're here. It's so great to have you. Oh my gosh, here's my phone number. Call me if you need anything. And I thought to myself, where else does this happen? Where somebody's going to invite you over <laughs> to their house. They'll pick you up. They'll drive you to a meeting. They'll do all this stuff to help you out. But you don't even know them. Yeah. I, I, a couple weeks ago, I think maybe it was even just last week, we were at our home group and, and, and someone um, 
who it was their first time at that meeting was they were they were talking about um, just their struggle, very early sobriety and their struggle and and that you know was making a point to say that they had so much support and so much love around them which a lot of people don't have um and they had so much of it and despite all this love and all the support they still wanted to drink they still were worried that they weren't going to get it and um and i felt for him because i thought you know how like how honest but um that he was and and then at the end I, I went over to him and um, I said you know can I give you a hug and I said I, I really think you, I have a feeling I I just have a feeling by you know just the way you were talking you're gonna make it you, you're gonna make it and you know he thanked me but but again where where would you ever I mean I didn't know this man you know 45 minutes prior to that and now I'm hugging him and wishing him luck and saying a prayer for him. Yeah, and you know, the funny thing is, and my husband says this, you know, he's like, at the end of my drinking, I definitely wasn't, like, on everybody's, like, number one person list that they're going to, like, their their invite list of who they're going to have to their party. It was like, I don't think I want them to come because the last time they were here, they ruined my house. They're, they're, they're head, you know, they were wearing a lampshade. You know, at the point of where we are at the end of our drinking, it's like nobody wants us there, right? Nobody wants us to come over. People are like, oh, my gosh, you're dreadful or whatever. And the reality is, is like we go there and people really want us there. They genuinely are happy to see us there. Yeah. And it's so good because so many people don't realize like when you go there, it's like you are going into a place that everybody knows the exact way you felt because everybody's felt that way. So there's that non-judgment, you know? You're not getting judged. People are just like, oh, my gosh, you're here? How can I help? Right. Yeah, and and, and the, the, what always continues to crack me up is just people that want to get sober that are just so, so, so afraid of not fitting in and, you know, being alone or not fitting in and not, not people not wanting to be around them. And, and like you just said, nobody wants to be around you now. <laughs> You know, think about today. Nobody wants to be around you now. No. How much more isolated can you be at this moment? In you know, if you're actively drinking. I mean, that's like, and and you can speak to that big time. Is the um, is the isolation mm-hmm. that you had? I mean, when you were drinking at the end, you weren't drinking out in bars. You weren't drinking out with people like. Oh, this is so fun, and I'm going to a big party, and everybody's going to be so excited to see me, and we're going to be able to hang out and really talk. Like, you were by yourself. Yeah, and it was it was not fun for a very long time. Um, that That's just the, kind of the way I drank. But, yeah, towards the end, I mean, I, I, was, I was by myself all the time, by myself drinking. Um, it just turned into that. Um, it's a disease that wants you to be by yourself. And dead. And dead. So, like, coming into these groups and going to these meetings, like, for me, it's, like, my lifeline. Like, I just love to be... I, I For one, I, lo- I loved drunks when I was drinking. I definitely love sober drunks because we laugh and we look at what we did and we are just so grateful that we're alive today. 
And there's nothing like having another alcoholic to be able to relate that to. You can't explain it to somebody who doesn't get it. No, you can't. I mean, there's no explaining, like, what it feels like to wake up and live, what it's like to live in hell. Of not knowing and not remembering what you did the night before. And not having any sense of who you are. And for me, my God was alcohol. Like, that was my God. That's I didn't know how to go through life with... I didn't know how to do life without it. It was my best friend. It was my God. It was my everything. It was my boyfriend. It was my... It was my everything. It was, I couldn't do anything without it. It was like, oh, we're going to do this, so I got to drink. I, I mean, before I'm, I'm going to meet people out, I got to get two bottles of wine. I have to have one before I go, and then one when I get back. And another alcoholic gets that. They don't judge you about it. They're like, I totally get, do you totally get what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, do you have any question? Like, you could totally be there, right? Like, going to the liquor store and getting your bottle. Of it. Yeah, and it's so, it's, I mean, I can remember in rehab, you know, just the, hysterically laughing with the people. Um, you know, one night just at dinner, we would all be talking about, you know, just the BS that we would, um, we would give at the liquor store for how much alcohol we were buying. And just, I remember one of the girls was saying, you know, that she, Every weekend, she would go in there and and talk about the the next you know bachelorette party that she was hosting, <laughs> and 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 so she would go on and on to this guy who we all laughed you know and said he you know he could a care less about your story b is on to you and knows that you're an alcoholic and you're drinking all of that that but she would you know she would go on and on about well. You know, Allison loves the Kahlua, and um, Joan loves the vodka. Well, does she like citron, or does she like... And just go through this whole thing for 10 minutes just to justify all this alcohol she was buying for herself, you know? Um. <laughs> and you totally can relate to it. I mean, yeah, you could so talk... We, we would talk for hours about what we would do, and, I mean, to someone who, who doesn't, you know, have the disease, it sounds insane, but... You know, the, that's the beauty in being able to talk to people that have been that, you know, I mean, the amount of people that I was with that, that bought the, the little airplane bottles um, and and threw them in the same places where they would go out for their nighttime jog or walk and they would have them in their pockets and then they would throw them in the woods. I mean, it was the same story for all these people and they weren't together we were all from different states different parts of the country and but everybody was doing the same thing at night yeah like hiding it and hiding it and hiding it and going oh my gosh what am I doing and thinking that you're totally crazy I remember like oh the recycling oh damn look at how much wine bottles are in there they're gonna definitely think I have a problem I think I need to separate my wine bottles and I'll make another bag for next week or maybe I'll put some at really late at night in the next for neighbors who doesn't have any in theirs but I have like 50 so I need to take them and put them over there so they know that I'm not like I don't have a problem oh beer cans like tons and tons and tons of beer cans and wine bottles and everything else and they'd be like oh did you have a party this weekend I'd be like oh yeah sure I had 50 of my favorite friends over no I was by myself had two <laughs> friends here we just got loaded just don't worry about us but like the craziness but then you go to a meeting and you're like oh my gosh everybody here is the same yeah I can remember we would, we would all I mean I thought I was the only one that put wine bottles in boots <laughs> Because they're the exact, the height, you know, it's just a little shy of the top of the boot. 
and so they were perfect. Um, they were like little sleeves, you know, and um, until, of course, you get to the point where you're go to put the bottle in the boot and there's already a bottle in there so you hear this like clink um but even telling that story not just the boot but then putting a bottle in a boot that already has a bottle you you know you got five women around you at least two of them have done that too I mean, you don't feel alone anymore. No, not at all. It's like the best thing. And so if you're out there and you're like, gosh, should I go or should I not go? I really think you should try it because it's kind of fun. And you might not like the first one you go to. Yeah, just keep trying trying different ones, you know? Like, who always likes the first bar you went to? I didn't like the first bar I went to. Did you? No. No. So who knows what you're going to like. But you got to try it. If you don't try it, it's not worth it, right? Right. So I think that if you're out there and you're wondering, should I try it? Should I be scared? I get the fear. We both just told you how fearful we've been before and how scary it is. And it's always, you know, it's just getting used to it. It's like anything that's new. But you've got to find something that's going to work for you where you can feel comfortable and talk about this. Because if you don't get the shame out of your head, off your heart, it could make you drink again. Right? Yes. I mean, it really could. If anybody out there has any topics or ideas or suggestions that you'd like us to cover, please write to me at busybizzy at busylivingsober.com. Go to our website, busylivingsober.com. Check out our writings. You can see photos of us. And uh, please reach out and know that you're not alone because, you know, this disease wants you alone, like Louise said earlier, and it wants you dead, right? Mm-hmm. It really does. So until next week, keep getting busy living summer. <laughs> Bye. Bye.